Comic Issues. I am Sal. I'm Ethan. And I'm Ben. And this is the weekly comic book discussion series where I talk about comics and explain it to two guys who don't even know the lyrics to the Tick animated theme song, of all things. Hey, well, you know I watched the Tick. Yeah, what are the lyrics? No, I didn't, but oh. you didn't know that. No, I did. In my head, I'm trying to play it. I'm just like, da 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 freakazoid, freakazoid, shit. That's not it. Nope, that's not the Tick. The Tick has that rabbit guy, right? That's Arthur, and he's a moth. Yeah. Oh. It's actually a running gag of the show and comic, is <laughs> that people a think that Arthur's a rabbit. He's a moth. His wings are in his briefcase. Ah. So what's the theme song of the tick? It's scat. It's da dwee da 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 dwee da No. You had the first chunk and then you just went off book. You had the part that Sal already did. Let's get into Wizard Magazine. Wizard Magazine, feel free to leaf through it and ask sure. questions as you, as you go. Bear in mind the year that you have for that issue. That one's 95, I believe. Okay, this one's 93. The, uh, the magazine started up in 1991, around the same time that Spawn slash Image Comics came on the scene. Uh, this was a magazine created by a guy named Garib Shamus. It's the first and kind of like the only major comics magazine ever. Uh, and it wound up being... It wound up starting in humble beginnings. It's, it was a, originally like a stapled magazine, you know, like really thin and kind of poorly put together using mm. newsprint. Yeah. And then as the magazine gained prevalence, the uh, they started to use the the, the, the square bound mm. bindings and uh, the, the the glossy pages, like a real magazine. And its claim to fame, besides the fact that they like talked about comics, was there was a comics price guide in the back that was <laughs> like that helped you kind of keep in mind how much. Your comics were worth. I'm guessing right now that's going to be really sad. Oh, it's incredibly sad. I feel like this is kind of like a relic of the 90s, this mm. magazine. It does its best to report on comics, but as the magazine became more popular, you kind of got the impression that it was in the back pocket of Marvel and DC. Mm. Uh, they wrote a lot of stuff about Marvel and DC, but they also really, really pushed Image and other independent books. And it's why some creators that I see today and at conventions are such a big deal for me, and nobody's heard of them. Uh, it's because I'm like, that was the number one book, according to Wizard Magazine, 20 years ago. <laughs> some staples of Wizard Magazine were a great letters page. When you had a question about a comic book, you had your friends, the comic book store owner, or the letters page of the comic that you're reading to go to when you wanted to get that question answered. Okay. And it was always the luck of the draw as to who was going to get picked to go in the back of a comic book. Because mm -hmm. um, sometimes, back in the day, comics had letters pages. You wrote a little letter in, uh, Dear Stanley, I love Spider-Man. It's so great. Thanks a lot. And then it would go in the back of the, mag uh, back of the comic book, and it would say, like, You're welcome, Joey. Thanks for reading. Uh, later on, Stan would stop reading those, and then editors of those books would answer those questions. Mm -hmm. But even still, it made it impossible to, like, really get some of those questions answered. But Wizard came on the scene, and you could ask these staffers who are, like, incredibly well-versed in comics, whose job it is to know everything about them, to answer your question. And they kind of, like, be the authority, at least in my estimation. Right. They had a, an art gallery where uh, readers would draw a version of Wizard 
I'm trying cover. to find some art in here because it's like I'm looking. It's awfully wordy for a book about comics. It's very wordy. In fact, as they got all, it's too wordy. Well, they wrote a lot of articles about. Yeah, I guess that's the idea. Yeah. Like, well, this is the written. Yeah, like, and part of. Let me tell you, these magazines lasted me a long time. In as much as I read, read them, them cover to cover, Here's cover to cover art. Yeah, back in the day. They, amazing art. That's what it was called yeah. in the early days, and like by issue twenty or twenty-one, um, people would submit their own art, and then they would get rated based on their quality. Mm -hmm. And the winners would usually win a comic signed by somebody. Um, so yeah, the staple was people submitting art, uh, people making their own custom action figures out of other action figures. Oh, uh, that was really cool. And uh, that you've done that. Have I done that? You have done that. I have done that, actually. When? Yes. I have taken other action figures and made action figures out of them. He uh, actually made uh, action figures of our group of friends. Yes, I did. Oh, when we were back in high school. That's cool. Uh, yeah, that was a undertaking and a lot of fun. <laughs> it was very cool. I still have mine, actually. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's awesome. I love these ads in here. This is great. This is, a, this is an advertisement for the Wolverine... Genesis game. Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo game. Yep. And not, that's not just an ad. That's a contest. Oh, to oh, win yeah. that game! Look at the grand prize. Ooh, yeah, your choice of either Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo Entertainment System, mm -hmm. including these games. Okay, that's all you cool. gotta do is answer the questions or fill in the the, the little the form. That's uh, ninety five. Yep. Because I've got ninety three. I've got another game, Sega Genesis what game, game. Were they advertising that? Well, we were talking about at the controls, and one of the things we're talking about is the new Genesis X Men game. Okay. Um, with the Wolverine, Cyclops, Gambit. Now, video games actually wound up being a big deal. It's just that section wasn't called uh, that anymore. By the way, they're also talking about the activator for the Sega Genesis. Oh, the what the, what's the activator? Show them. Oh, it's that. It, oh, I remember that. <laughs> I never saw one. Yeah, I remember that commercial, yeah. and I never saw one in real life. That no, nobody would is that. what the Kinect actually is, yeah. right. but impossible to produce in 1993. <laughs> They had a top ten list, top ten heroes and villains. Yeah. They were mostly like the popular characters of the yeah, time. Yeah, it's like Batman, Spawn, And Spider by the Man. way, they oh, ranked hey, them... fan-created heroes. That's something that they don't do anymore, but... Well, they don't do anything I wish anymore. they did... Well, they didn't do... <laughs> they only did it for a little while. Well, that's uh, awesome. But I loved that idea, because some of those things were really cool. I'm sure they probably removed it because of the legal reasons. Like, I'm sure people mm. were like, yeah, that was like a cool character. Take. Uh, I'm going to bank on that person not copywriting that character. Thanks a lot. <laughs> They had another section that I liked called Brutes and Babes, where uh, they would show you how to draw okay. and the kind of art sensibilities of making comics. They had a thing called, I think it was called Casting Call, and it was them dream casting comic book movies. Dream oh, yeah, I saw that in And here. let me tell you, these they were pipe nailed it. They did not. <laughs> but, like, they never nailed it. Uh. I really like their X Men list, which you have, but for the yeah. most part, meh. Why is this one so much thicker than this one? That one's a year-end spectacular. It's got 300 oh, pages. It is quite large. Is it yeah. better? Because I'm more it's not. It's just more. It's just more. Just more of the same. Wolverine with adamantium. Apparently they had to specify this. Because right. that back then, Magneto had taken Wolverine's adamantium off of his bones. <laughs> Whoa. Because in a story meeting with uh, Peter David, I believe, they were talking about, oh, and then, and then Wolverine's going to come and he's going to attack Magneto. And Peter David goes, you know... Fire Magneto, I just rip his adamantium right off his right out of his body. You know, problem solved. Why is Wolverine a problem? Apparently, in, until the nineties, no one had thought about that. <laughs> and they went, "Oh, that's an awesome idea." And he went, "No, that's a terrible idea. He would die. 
His bones are made of adamantium. And he said, but what if they weren't? What if they were just laced with adamantium? And he's like, but, but they're not. And they're like, but what if they were? And he's like, but they aren't. And they're like, but what if they were? And he's like, well, then he wouldn't have claws because his claws are adamantium. They're like, well, what if he had bone claws? Is that where bone claws came from? And, they, and he was like, but they aren't. They're thin. They come out of his forearms. He wouldn't have room for bones. And they were like, much of the CP. We're, we're going to handle this. And indeed, they did that. Uh, apparently, the adamantium in his system was what was keeping the animalistic nature of Wolverine at bay. And it kept him from oh. regressing. So he was becoming more of a hulkish monster. So dumb. That sounds pretty dumb. Awful. Really dumb. And everyone was just like, when is he going to get his adamantium back? Right. And they pushed it. Like, it was almost like every time someone asked them, they pushed it back a year. I wanted to share with you this other magazine called Hero Illustrated, which was an attempt to be, to be wizard. Oh, wow. How long did they last? Longer than I expected, but still, like... And it's funny because, like, why wouldn't it last? Like, it's like imagining if there were only one comic reporting website. <laughs> I like the Quicksilver versus Flash. Because Wizard just said, what? We blinked and missed it. But judging by Quicksilver's body on the floor and the what? Pinch on his kisser, we're guessing the Flash one. Flash is faster than Quicksilver. I give it to him. Because he has access to the Speed Force. Thank you. Very good. Gold star for Ethan. Top marks. <laughs> and it's clearly established that Speed Force trumps everything. Well, it trumps mutant ability. They said yeah. Daredevil versus Batman. Mm hmm. It's Batman. Yeah. Big yeah. no surprise. Exactly. He's not blind. That's a crossover that I've been waiting but for forever, by the way. Because Bendis was going to write a really badass Daredevil Batman crossover. But DC and Marvel can't play nice enough to actually make that happen. But here's the other thing. Captain America beat Batman yes. in their judgment. That's... I, I give it to him. But these so are the cards yeah. that they would make fun of. It's amazing. Wicket and Princess Leia. Nub nub, huh? How about I jam that spear in your ass and have me an Ewok kebab, you little mismanaged marketing misfire? <laughs> <laughs> so they got She-Hulk versus Wonder Woman. They're superpower people, yeah. Yeah, so apparently it comes down to catfight, catfight. Put these two in a jello-filled ring and you could charge double the cover price. Oh my god. Really, Wizard? You can't say that, Wizard. Well, they did. Well, they did. You're not they said the that shit all the time. Wow. Wizard Magazine was actually kind of impressive in that, number one, they didn't care what they wrote. Yeah. Like, they wrote whatever they felt. And number two, they kind of swore, which I thought was, like, interesting. interesting. You know, they would say, like, ass and damn and hell. Well, I guess Guess the books had that stuff in it. And these not are people that are no. creating and drawing the women characters this way. Yeah. I'm not no, no, surprised. No. The people who, no, the guys who wrote Wizard had nothing to do with the comic book industry, except that they were fans. The guys who wrote for Wizard were the internet. Wizard was <laughs> a subreddit. Right. Wow. <laughs> anyway, Wonder Woman wins. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah, she'd have to. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so I have here a book from April 1993. I have here the Year Ender from 1990. That one's five. This one's oh, this one's five. Yeah. That was the yeah, I'm sorry, the beginning of the year from 1995, and then August 1995. Okay. Let's look at one book. Okay. Well-known book, Superman number one hundred. It right. is the first Superman comic. In April of 1993, this book was worth $670. Okay. In January of 1995, this book was worth $950. Okay. Interesting. 
Jumped up. Six months later, in August of 1995, Superman number 100 was worth $1,250. In six wow. months, it went up 300 bucks. Sounds to me like they're making it up as they go. Yeah, it sounds to me like there's rampant inflation. That's exactly right, <laughs> and that's exactly what they did. Superman number 100? Yep. What year is that? This is... 97. 97. Superman 100 is worth $1,600. Interesting. It, All just, right. it always goes up. This is interesting. By now, a lot. Which one is this? This is one's this more uh, modern? April 97. 97. Wait, April 97? I thought we had a more modern one here. Uh, no. We don't have like a 2000 or something? Mm -hmm. So this is two months after yeah. February. Let's see how much it goes up in two months. Okay, in two months... That's astonishing. Is there a wizard here that I can no. find? <laughs> no. Is there a book from three years ago here? Uh, you know. 1600. Oh, okay. So it stays so they, Yeah, they weren't audacious enough to yeah. like. Did you look up Spawn? See how I, much I, I could I have made up. if I sold these books? Spawn number one was like $16 in... In uh, 95. 95. Mm. By the way, I picked, a couple of, I picked a couple of choice covers of things that we were referencing. Jesus. Look at that. Yeah. Pretty wow. uh, gratuitous. <laughs> Look yeah. at that ass is what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I also wanted you to see this one because this was when they changed Superman's costume and powers. Whoa. In 1997. What? This was electric Superman's powers were totally different. His suit was changed and they oh, had an article on. in Time Magazine about how like... Superman's different, and he's totally not going to go back to the way he was in six months. <laughs> yeah, wizard profile on Lou for Rakeno. Oh. That's something they kept around for a while. In the back, they would do a little, like, profile about a creator, and they would ask him a couple of questions, usually nonsensical questions that mm. weren't really interesting or relevant. <laughs> I've got Spawn in 97. Okay. What's it worth? Number one. Number one? $19. Okay. All right. It was worth 15 at 95. All right. What do you oh, think well. Spawn's worth now? Uh, $5. I like these. This was the action figure pricing guide, which they also added. Ooh. This would eventually spin out into a magazine called Toy Fair. Which is awesome. Uh, Wizard would eventually branch out and make a number of ma magazines, including Inquest magazine, Toy Fair, Anime Insider magazine. Uh, what they really should have done was just made one magazine. Mm -hmm. Because shortly after all those magazines gained prevalence, uh, Wizard folded. Uh, and when I say folded, I don't mean like they didn't die a quick death either. Uh, Wizard would eventually go from these epic, thick fucking magazines, the titans of the comic book reporting industry, mm -hmm. uh, to they would go back to the the folded, stapled. The, the, the oh, page counts would go down. Like De-aged. Like, yeah, the articles would get flimsier. Uh, the they would also be more beholden to special interest groups like Marvel and DC, uh, giving good reviews to. You know, books that were not very great. Mm -hmm. uh, and then eventually in 2011, Wizard Magazine folded. And they didn't fold gracefully, I might add. Wizard Magazine folded, uh, and the people who worked at Wizard were notified when they went to work. And the door was locked. And they went online, because it was 2011, and they saw an article about how Wizard was closed. And then the next day, uh, Garib Seamus, the guy who created the magazine in the first place, announced Wizard Entertainment. And Wizard Entertainment was going to be what they should have done ten goddamn years ago. And start a website mm. where they report on comics. And they have articles and, you know, 
a price guide and uh, jokey fun columns and cool comic stuff, Wizard would eventually employ in its heyday artists to create really fun, elaborate jokes and, and, and in-gags. They did one thing that I love so much, it was called Doctor Doom's Garage Sale, and they just had the guy on staff draw, and it was so great looking, a bunch of like Easter eggs in a garage sale setting where Doom is like accosting some kid and in the background on two pages you see like all these different things and if you can spot them all you know you're a nerd like <laughs> but I don't think there was actually a, a reward right. um, but uh, they should have just jumped into the web world and they didn't and then they did after that and they tried to kind of uh, but it was 2011 it's over the yeah. internet exists the boat you missed the boat Big People time. have already done stuff. Everything you're doing, yeah. and they know how to do it better in that format. Yep. So eventually Wizard just kind of folded and closed all their magazines, and they just kind of stuck to making Comic-Cons. That's where Wizard World comes from. It's from Wizard Magazine. Those guys created that. Uh, another controversial topic is that people were subscribed to Wizard Magazine. They paid a yearly subscription fee to get their magazines. Mm. And when it folded... Oh. No one got a refund. Well, we went bankrupt. Well, so. we're, we don't have any more money. Right. We spent it all. And yep. that's never been refunded. Of course not. I'm sure they filed for bankruptcy and got probably. I mean, you know. Yeah. But uh, but Wizard started out kind of like humble, grew to this big cool idea, and then just petered out into nothing, into oblivion. Yeah. Once again, another casualty of the internet. Hey, uh, guess guess what was a top ten comic in 1997? Number one. Yeah. What's that? Witchblade. Witchblade number one. Wow. I have that. How much is it worth in 1990s? <laughs> Good question. Check it out. I don't know, but guess what was number two? Kingdom Come. Kingdom oh, Come. I was just telling Ben about Kingdom Come. Yeah, it is awesome. Witchblade number one, I picked up in 2004 at the Dirt Mall for a quarter. That's how much of a number one book it is. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, I just looked up the worth of, or the value of Spawn number one. Yeah. On Wiki Answers, the answer is don't get your hopes up. There was a ton of issues ones printed. Spawn isn't all that hot anymore. It's probably worth four to five dollars. But you can definitely get it for less on eBay. <laughs> How sad. Yeah. Oh damn. Which blade number one in nineteen ninety seven was twenty eight dollars, unless you got this one A special retailer edition, it's thirty dollars. Mm. More valuable than spawn number one. In the year of Spawn. Man, I guess I should have ended it with the comments, because that kind of petered out, huh? Wizard Magazine sucks. And, uh, <laughs> it's okay, you can just recut this. Yeah, I guess yeah. I will. Yeah, or not. No. Because there's so much of... Honestly, what, I think what, it's better that we open with the comments. Doing. Yeah, keep them yeah. watching. Yeah. You're still watching. Godspeed. Good yeah, for you. Sorry. These are. Uh, I wanted oh you guys God. to see these, though, because, like... I mean, like, these covers are insane. Another thing they used to do... Oh, I wanted to see these things that I have still. Yeah, that, that I kept for Ooh. some reason. These fossils. Yeah. Here you go. Check this out. Let, let, let's wrap it up with a casting call. We did X-Men. Before we do this, can oh. we talk real quick? When did everything collapse? When did the comic book oh, the comic values... Book like, values just... kind of fell, around, fell to death around... Yeah, the late 90s. Okay. Like, 96... When pretty much everyone agrees that when Marvel filed for bankruptcy, mm. it's when the comics industry as a whole kind of like felt the effect. Right. So. Okay. And it wasn't that Marvel filed for bankruptcy and the comic industry shook in its wake. Right. It was more like as a consequence of comics being overinflated. Right. Alternate covers and oh, God. gimmicks and number ones, just overly bullshitted. Uh, you know, everything just kind of fell by the wayside. 
and it wasn't until then that comics could actually become something valuable again. Right. Even if it wasn't necessarily financially viable mm-hmm. or valuable, uh, you know, it became something worth reading again. Right. Yeah. You know, had it to, had to die. It had to die before it could be resurrected as something like valuable, a phoenix, like yeah. like a mighty phoenix. This is something that I always ignored because I was never going to do this. There's a list of all the comic cons in oh, the whoa. United States. Uh, of course, I would never look at this because why would I ever go to a comic book convention? But let's take a look and see what's playing in New Jersey. Somerset Comic Book Marketplace, Quality Inn, off of Route 27, oh. uh, the Clifton Comic Book Expo, which is still going on. Not a full episode. Mostly it's just us reading this shitty magazine. A couple of yeah. other points to talk about with Wizard. Uh, they also give out half issues you sent away, and you get a, like a half of a comic book that like kind of either told like a backup story or like the half of a first issue and it was really it was it was highly sought after very collectible mm. and it was published by by wizard wizard eventually tried to get into the publishing industry but it never really worked out for them mm. uh, i totally get why this exists back then yeah, oh, yeah. because you're reading about comics and you mm. want to know more information and yeah. you want to talk to like creators and ask them questions yeah. because well, they, they were doing interviews they here. used to have like yeah, they had I magazines for everything they had magazines for Star Trek yep. that came out like monthly at one yeah. point was monthly like, Star Trek magazine how could that be yeah well like, where did you get your material from eventually wouldn't you just run out of stuff that's what say? I thought when I would read interview? especially with Star Wars magazines well, with Wizards yeah, Star Wars, every yeah. month there's always new stuff yeah and they've also had years to think of the things they wanted to talk about yeah that's true uh, this was a really great kind of haven for me as a kid Growing up reading comics, also they were really like interesting and funny. Like these yeah. guys were like, were speaking my language and telling my jokes. Well, this Definitely. was the internet. Yeah, this yeah. is the precursor to the internet for comics readers. Um, but now the internet's taking care of this. So, yeah, yeah, the internet. So we don't need guess what? You're wizard. Sorry, Wizard. Bye. They, this is an issue where they did a tour of Wizard Studios. Oh man, you get to see inside the this fortress. This was the dream job. For me, I'm like, I can live in Congress. I'll go there, and I'll write for Wizard Magazine, and all I do is read comics and play with toys all day. Now, where is this? This is, where is Wizard? No, it's Congress, New York. New York. Just them screwing around. They got Nerf guns and stuff. They got Nerf guns and stuff. They're just, you know, having a ball. It's cool. Yeah, that's basically us. Yeah. (laughs) It's more or less less entertainment, but like, talking about money for a little while. For a little while. Hey, you know what? I'll take 20 years of making money. Yeah. If you guys have any memories, any fond points about Wizard Magazine that you want to share with us, please make so... uh, In memoriam. Yes. In the comment section below. Uh, Thanks a lot for watching this episode of Back Issues. I want to thank you all for watching. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. And I'm Ben. Don't forget to click the like button and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. You can always visit us at littlehouseonline.com. Well, I know that they can see us live at the Garden State Comic Fest on August 23rd. We're going to be there. We're going to have a table. You guys should come over and see the stuff that we're doing. In fact, you should put your suggestions for the panel in the comments below. Also, uh, we're going to be having a uh, section at the table where uh, Tiffany and Danielle will be playing a live episode of Bonus Round oh, awesome. at the table. Yay. So uh, if you come to the table, you may round. be able to run into... I love Bonus Round as well. In fact, if you like Bonus Round or you don't know anything about it, watch this. Click it right here, and you'll be able to check out the most recent episode of Bonus Round. It's a great video game playthrough show that we also produce. Uh, Tiffany and Daniel will be there at the table playing something. Cool. Uh, you can go to comicsfix.com. It's what the press describes as the Netflix of independent comics. Uh, you can pay one 
flat rates and see all the independent comics you want. Our friend Sal here actually has some comics on there, so be sure to check those out. It also came out on tablets today, I believe. Ah, cool. Uh, so by now it's old news. You can check it out on your Android and hopefully soon Apple devices. So anyway, long. I'm Ben. Goodbye. It's you didn't. No, you can say. Come on, guys. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. Don't do the music over.